1: Welcome back. Yesterday, the province gave some details about the vaccine rollout, and with one breath, General Rick Hillier said long-term care residents were first in line. And with the very next, he and other ministers cautioned that it may not be possible to give the first vaccines to those most vulnerable for technical logistics reasons. The Pfizer vaccine may not be able to be moved from the large locations where they are delivered. And if that is confirmed, instead, the first shots will go to long-term care workers. But where does that leave the nursing homes? Let's go to Donna Duncan, CEO of the Ontario Long-Term Care Association and Lisa Levin, Chief Executive Officer of Advantage Ontario. Uh, Ladies, welcome. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Libby. Donna, so um, I'm sure this is a, a disappointment you know it's it's on the one hand we we
2: have hope uh, we have relief that the vaccine is coming uh, and we have clarity that indeed our long-term care home residents staff and essential visitors are going to be prioritized it, it, you know we're we're disappointed in that uh, we, we're not going to be able to see the vaccine this this vaccine at this moment deployed to the home uh, based on our calculations, in Ontario, just to, to cover our resident staff and essential visitors, that's 624,000 doses just for long-term care alone, and and we know that uh, what we're looking for in the coming weeks uh, to start is 49,000 for, for all of Ontario. So it's you know we're we're interested in working with the government to to understand uh, how they're going to do the prioritization, uh, who's what zones are going to be uh, prioritized first, and what this rollout is actually going to look like. Uh, it, it it is. It's going to be very complicated.
1: Well, yeah, Lisa, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, it's, it seems to be a logistic problem because the first vaccine is the Pfizer vaccine. And, uh, th- the government says it's awaiting final confirmation from the company. But the issue is, in addition to the refrigeration, whether it will remain stable if it's moved from the place where it's delivered. And, you know, they started vaccinating today in the UK and, they're not taking it. I, I don't think they're ta- they said the same thing. They said long-term care is our biggest priority, but it doesn't look like they're taking it to long-term care. They're only bringing people to the vaccine.
3: Yeah, that's what we're hearing, Libby, and it's certainly very disappointing. And I think that the reason for the announcement being somewhat um, contradictory is that I, I do believe the government does want to be able to vaccine long-term care residents first and foremost and they probably can't uh, given the uh, limitations of this particular vaccine so as a result they are going to start with everyone surrounding those in long term care to try and minimize the number of people um who can come in the home uh you know with with the virus
1: yeah I mean I, I to make it clear I don't doubt that they sincerely wanted to to vaccinate long-term care first that's that's not something that I think that that they're not being uh you know um and uh again so so Lisa do you think uh, how how far will that go to protecting long-term care residents is is it proven that most of it was brought in by workers
3: well, I mean, the vaccine, the, the virus gets in the home through outside, outside people that don't live there, or it could get in the home if someone in long-term care um, is admitted to hospital or, or goes out for other reasons. So it certainly isn't foolproof. The ideal thing would be to target those who are at the most risk and the most vulnerable themselves. And that would also be less people um, than all of the ones who they would have contact with. But as the next best uh, thing to do would indeed be to inoculate the workers who work with them and also they've said that the essential caregivers will also be on the priority list, which is really important and really good to see. So I think that that is the best choice at this point in time. But we also have to make sure that people don't let their guard down and think, oh well, you know, so a few people have been vaccinated so now we can just, you know, don't, we don't have to worry about it until everyone in the home is inoculated, particularly every resident, we can't let up our guard.
1: Uh, Donna, I'm, uh, what I'm hearing from you is that uh, this timeline, I mean, it's encouraging that we're getting some doses that even with the strategy of, of inoculating the workers, like that, that, it's going to be a long time before that gets to any level that might be effective. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. And we consider that everyone has to have two doses. So you get one dose, and then 21 year, twenty-one days later, you have another dose. And there's going to be a staging of phasing, even even of staff. And to Lisa's point, it's going to be profoundly important uh, that we don't let our, our guard down, uh, that we ramp up the rapid testing in our long-term care homes and prior, continue to prioritize our homes for testing, the personal protective equipment, uh, and that we all do our best to make sure that we are following the rules that we're staying in our communities and we're on lockdown, that we're washing our hands, wearing a mask and watching our distance. Um, it, this, this is, we're in the middle of this pandemic and uh, it, you know, just the timing and when you look at the numbers of people we need to vaccinate just for long term care. This, this is this is going to take a long time.
1: Uh, yeah, one piece of, of good news I just saw this morning out of the United States, and that's uh, that the trials are showing that, that the Pfizer vaccine does provide a pretty good level of protection even after the first dose. I, I guess that's encouraging, uh, Lisa. But another thing that is not encouraging. So at, at the height of the pandemic, I saw that 80 percent of the deaths were in long term care. Well, now in the second wave, it's 60. I mean, you know, that's better, but but really not. Well, it,
3: it just goes to show that the virus is circulating throughout the communities now. And uh, it's affecting people of, of all age groups. And to me, the second wave is much bigger um, and much more pervasive than the first wave was. And I really think a lot of people are going to be getting together over the holidays, even in small groups. And... The minute you let go and open up your doors, this virus comes in. And so I think that January might be a very scary time um, for the pandemic and it, throughout the whole province, but particularly in long-term care because of the tragic impacts that COVID has on student, seniors
1: at that stage in their life. And lives. have you, well, we're starting to run out of time, so uh, let's let's end with this. Have you made any kind of special provision? I mean, a lot of people think January will be the worst. Lisa, Mm -hmm. starting with Lisa.
3: Well, the government has put in place very strong restrictions now for visitors into long-term care and uh, testing is required and and visitors and staff have to prove that they've been tested. It's now mandatory. I think that will definitely help. And so, uh, you know, other than that, what we're talking to government about now is if people come from a lockdown zone or a zone with a higher level of restriction and they go to a home and visit a relative with a lower level of restriction, that they should have to abide by the requirements of the higher zone and be tested weekly and show that
1: um donna uh, again so uh, are you doing in your homes anything a- anything different and and special to um you know to take account of this
2: well we're we're trying to ensure vigilance and surveillance and making sure that everyone's complying with the rules uh but we're also uh, working to see how do we make sure that our that our families. Uh, can celebrate the holidays. So, how do how do we still uh, not lose the the spirit of the holiday, uh, and while at the same time uh, protecting everyone? But we all have to follow the rules if we're going to keep our seniors safe.
1: Okay, uh, that's all the time we have. I'm pretty sure we'll be picking this up very soon. Thank you so much, Donna Duncan and Lisa Levin. You're Thanks, welcome. Lady. Take care. You too. Take care. Stay safe. And that is all the time we have for today.